Hey guys, what's going on? It is uh, Justin Seeger here with another with our first episode of Running on Scuffs. Uh, this is going to be a special playoff prediction show. I am joined by a few familiar faces. You guys probably know some of these people. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Mr. Loganity, how you doing? Oh, it's another day in paradise, brother. It's just great to be here. Dan looks good, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's just fantastic to be here. I'm so excited to get this started and work with all of you and, and raise some hell and and yell at you and, and Zach. And I mean, we're I'm gonna the goal is to have a heart attack at some point and, and survive, obviously, work through the show, you know, and then go get checked out. We'll be fine. So excited to get it going. It's gonna be look, Peyton made her first weird face. Fantastic. We're off to a wonderful start. Great to be here. Looking forward to it. Well, you may have you mentioned it right there, Logan. But uh, here's something that you don't know: you have no experience going up against the dipstick known as Zachary Bell. Uh, I do have that experience. Uh, so, uh, Zach, how you doing? Uh, I'm great. It's always great to be on a podcast with you. You know, some things don't change at all since our last time we recorded an episode of dipsticks together. Justin, Denny Hamlin still has the same amount of championships. Uh, Riley Herb still sucks. And Derek Cross is still the best driver in the truck series. Well, you know, one thing that has changed is the uh, amount of playoff appearances that Martin Truex Jr. had. Well, actually, no, that hadn't changed either. So, uh, you know, anyway, uh, moving on from sore subjects here, Logan may have a comment about that a little bit later. Uh Logan, you mentioned uh, our our producer, Peyton. How you doing? It's been a long time since I've done one of these, but uh, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. A lady, a few words, but that's how we like it. Uh, and finally, we're joined by our resident Florida man, uh, Dan the Man Foster. How you doing? Doing good, guys. How you doing? Pretty good. Another man, a few words, but we appreciate it. All right, so this that. I, I can't relate to that at all. I just, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, we're we're still trying to figure out how to get Logan to say less words, but we may never we may never get to that point. But I'm a man of imperfection. Nonetheless, we're going to get started. We've uh, so a little bit earlier, uh, technically yesterday, we had a playoff race, playoff cut race. Uh, and because of that, we now have 16 drivers that are going to compete for the championship in the NASCAR Cup Series. Um, does anybody have any maybe thoughts about Daytona, how everything went? It seemed to be kind of a rain-dominated race for the most part, but uh, anybody have any overlying thoughts of Daytona? I'm just glad they got it all in every lap instead of stopping it with 21 laps to go and calling it. Well, I am not, but you know, uh, we, we appreciate the, you know, I appreciate them trying to get 20, 21 laps in, um, you know, maybe some Blaney yeah. conspiracy, conspiracy out there. It's because Blaney's better. Button. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Peyton's lost her privileges to talk for the remainder of the episode, but that's okay. Um, I'll say this: I think, think that this, like this weekend, is the proof 
of this whole thing. I got a little bit of a cutout on your on your uh, audio there, Zach, but I did hear you say that this was kind of the proof of the system. Um, and uh, and if by that. Uh, it, I think uh, I think what this is proof of, number one, some people say the vortex theory doesn't work, but I'm here to tell you the forecast looked a lot worse around 10 to 12. And then we got cars going and the rain went away for a while and we got over halfway. And, I, you know, when it comes to the system, the system is flawed. Absolutely it is. But I got news. There is no perfect system. And another note, and then I'll, I'll kick it back to you, Justin. It's weird how Daytona, yes, it's always been an every man for himself. Anything can happen, the big one. But it's really, in the last few years, become absolutely survive the wrecks. The strategy part of it is, if there ever was strategy to it, it's dying a, an ugly death. Because, I mean, literally, we saw, thanks to a controversial call in some ways by NASCAR, the entire field got wrecked. It was literally, you had to survive. You didn't win this race. Austin Dillon didn't win this race. He survived this race. Um, so that's that's one of the things I noticed is that we're transitioning from uh, we're transitioning from any sort of strategy, except you know the manufacturers and all that, to just dodge the wrecks and see what happens because it it feels like a local Saturday night short track when these when these uh, super speedway races happen now. So that's interesting. Does anybody else get that vibe? Justin, do you get that vibe that more and more it feels like we are playing crash them up, uh, you know, crash rama almost? Well, I think the, uh, the amount of drivers that we had actually finished that race proves that. I think the, the fact that, I mean, I think on the last restart, there was like maybe, what, 15 or 20, if that. Uh, finishing the race, uh, I think Logano finished 12th and he was a lap down, uh, because he was involved in a wreck. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely becoming more of a, uh, I, I don't like, I used to call it luck based. I don't like calling it luck based anymore because there are drivers that seem to just excel really well at this style of racing. Um, whether it be Denny Hamlin or Bubba Wallace, Michael McDowell typically does really well. He got caught up in a, in an earlier wreck. Um, and, and even to an extent, the winner of today's race, Austin Dillon, uh, who's going to be taking up the, uh, the final spot in the playoffs. Uh, Ryan Blaney made it in on points. Uh, Truex was out by three. Uh, everybody else coming in was, uh, already locked in. Um, Obviously, I, I think uh, all of us kind of in our own little way hate that uh, Kurt Busch has had to sit out of these playoffs due to injury. Nobody wants to see him. Nobody wants to see anybody have to sit out because of that. Um, but nonetheless, we have 16 drivers in the playoffs, and I'm going to be have them scrolling across the bottom of the screen. And uh, these are the 16 that are going to be fighting for the Cup Series championship this year. Um, I've got an interactive playoff grid for us to look at. And that's how we're going to get into this uh, here this evening. 
So we're going to go through the 16 playoff drivers, and we're going to start with the round of 12, and we're going to uh, collectively decide who we think is going to make it to the round of 12. Um, so are you guys ready for this? Let's go. All right. So <clears throat> starting off uh, with the round of 12, I got to ask, is there anybody here that thinks Chase Elliott is not going to make it to the round of 12? Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Zach, tell us why you don't think Chase Elliott is going to make it to the round of 12. Any, any comments there? All right, I'm still getting audio issues on Zach's end, unfortunately. Um, perhaps it's Chase Elliott uh, subconsciously muting Zachary's mic because he doesn't want... Uh, Just the, like he did to Kyle Larson today during the race. Yeah, I, I'd love to get some uh, footage of Hendrick Motorsports at the, at the shop this week and see if Chase Elliott didn't maybe uh, take a visit over to the five team and just, you know, try maybe... Maybe tamper with the car a little bit. Um, um, you know, I think that when you look at, like, the first round, like, there's a lot of openings for him to actually fall into a trap door here. Like, Darlington can come out. I mean, there's nothing saying he can't go blow a tire at Darlington in the first stage and not get points and finish. Okay, I got a little bit. I got a little bit of uh, something from Zach there. Uh, I I think that's a that's a strong point. I mean, I think uh, Darlington certainly is a track that provides um, <clears throat> provides a challenge for drivers. Obviously, Bristol. Uh, we saw how Chase Elliott handled uh, Bristol with Kevin Harvick uh, a little bit ago, and it looks like we just lost Zach there. Um, so hopefully we'll try to get him back in here as quickly as we can. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I think uh, Darlington will provide a challenge for all 16 drivers. I just think Chase Elliott's got too much of a playoff gap for it to playoff point gap for it to matter as far as the round of 16 goes. Is that how everybody else is feeling? Dan, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think he's pretty much a, a safe lock in um, for sure the round, uh, to the round of 12. Um, I mean, I would honestly say he's pretty much locked into almost the round of eight at this point. Yeah, it, it's hard to debate against that. Um, well, considering the only one who was uh, going against uh, Chase Elliott being in the round of 12 is now out, so we'll go ahead and move him forward. And I'm trying to do this as quickly and interactively as I can. So <clears throat> moving in uh, second on the uh, playoff grid, is going to be Joey Logano. Does anybody think Joey Logano doesn't make it to the to the round of twelve? I think we're all pretty 
He's one that is, as far as like what Zach was saying about, he's a little bit closer on playoff points uh, to the cut line where if, if something were to happen, I think he's going to be in a little bit more jeopardy. But I think Joey Logano is, at least in my eyes, he's just somebody that's so so consistent throughout the playoffs. He's always somebody that um, – you know, we talk about as far as, you know, if he's not in the final four, he's usually fighting for a final four spot most more often than not. So I think we're all pretty well in agreement on that. Here's one that I'd like to have a little bit of discussion about, though, and that is the third seed, a guy who's made a lot of enemies this season, uh, Mr. Ross Chastain. Uh, Logan, what are, your, what are your thoughts on Ross Chastain? Look, I got Ross Chastain moving to uh, the next round. I think he's got enough of a cushion uh, to to get it done. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that he wins the championship or even makes the Final Four. I think that uh, what's left of the old guard is going to teach him some tough lessons, some tough borderline unfair lessons. You think Denny Hamlin's done with Ross Chastain? I mean, Martin Trex might not even be doing Ross Chastain. Kevin Harvick is the most cantankerous individual walking the face of the earth besides Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. Who knows what he might do? Uh, just Kyle Busch, he got chastained. That that's a that's a that's a hell of a crew to to have you on the proverbial hit list. That's that, that's a bold bold statement. I mean, I, I would uh, be inclined to agree with you, but you do think he's going to make it to the round of twelve. Yeah, I think I think he'll skate by unless all the all the old all the old grumpy veterans, grumpy old men essentially. Uh that'd be a great movie. Next next NASCAR film. Uh say, look, we're gonna we're gonna teach him the hard way right here starting at Darlington. He's gonna conveniently blow a tire and get the biggest stripe you've ever seen. But I don't think there's uh I don't think they'll do that. I think it's gonna be a much more uh, kind of a deliberate moment of oh we we look we sent him and we rattled the cage. Yeah, I I'm inclined to uh, to agree that he makes it on to the to the round of twelve. Uh, Zachary is back, hopefully with uh, with updated audio. Uh, Zach, just to give you a bit of a refresher, while you were gone, we decided to completely ignore your uh, your thoughts on Chase Elliott and collectively move him on to the round of twelve. Uh, as fantastic. As we did for Logano, uh, I don't know how what your feelings were on Logano. Uh, I mean, I think Logano moves on. I mean, I really think there's about seven or eight guys, about half this field, where they're like a lock for the round of twelve, and like it's going to take some catastrophic event, like it's going to take a really bad start at Darlington, and then probably some goof up at Bristol. You know, get just completely whiffing on Bristol. It's probably the way somebody gets eliminated in round one that's got two wins and over 10 playoff points before even adding in positioning and stuff from the regular season. That's a fair point. Uh, and that was kind of the general consensus we had as well. But uh, I, I got to get your opinion on Ross Chastain. Do you think he makes it to the round of 12 or do you think somebody gets him back for some, some payback before? Ross Chastain is the right amount of dumbass to be able to find his way into the round of 12. Call him like, like here's the thing, like Ross Chastain, he can dish it. He can take it. He'll dish it back out. Like I can totally see Chastain going into Bristol below the cut line 
and absolutely chastaining the field. Like he has nothing to lose. This is this is where all of his dumb moves he's been practicing all season. Finally, he's gonna have some sort of like I get it. You know, I don't get dumping someone at, at Gateway in June, but I can understand doing it at Bristol in September. You know, for the playoffs, like you know. So this is this is Ross Chastain's time to shine, in my opinion. Now, will the rest of the field let him do it? At some point, maybe, maybe not. But I think he's got enough. There's enough of a gap and other fall guys here in round one for him to advance. As much as I personally could care less if he advances, but that's a that's a fair point. I think I, Ross, as far as the round of twelve goes, I think Ross Chastain personally is just one of those that is. Um, I, I think. He's just got too many playoff points. Uh, I like Zach. I think he could uh, find a way to potentially sustain his way to the round of 12. Um, moving on, uh, we know Ross Chastain yeah. and Chase Elliott have had a couple of incidents uh, this season, but uh, let's talk about the driver that's had the most recent uh, run in with uh, the regular season champion, Chase Elliott. What about his teammate, Kyle Larson? Uh, does he make it to the round of 12? Yeah. 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 I I feel like the defending the defending cup champion. I just don't uh don't see uh I, I don't see him getting put out in the first round necessarily. So we'll collectively uh move him forward. Uh what about uh what about his uh Hendrick teammate William Byron? I think he's got enough playoff points to get him to the next round as long as he doesn't have terrible Barely. issues. Yeah, as long as he doesn't have terrible issues. Um, I feel like the last six or eight weeks or so, kind of him and um, Alex Bowman have both kind of just, I guess, run aground um, and kind of hurt their own chances more than anything. But it's more of a mechanical side, not the driver side. Or yeah, just bad luck in general. Yeah, Byron seems to be one who is, uh, it, and perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe he'll prove me wrong on this one, but he seems to have peaked at the wrong time. He did really well. He was the first driver to win two races this season, and since then has has really kind of fallen off from the rest of his Hendrick teammates, except for maybe Bowman. Um, Larson and Chase Elliott kind of seem to have moved, kind of separated themselves, but I mean, Kyle Larson's still only five playoff points ahead of Byron. Um, so, I mean, all things considered, I think Byron's got just as good a shot as any. I think that if you were to take away Chase Elliott, who kind of ran away with the regular season championship, I think this is probably the most even field we've seen uh, as far as playoff points goes. Yeah, um, the gap, like... The gap between like second and and uh, well, like fourteenth, fifteenth, fifteenth is a stage. It's two stages, right? Like no, sixteen. Austin Dillon's sixteenth of two thousand and five points, and you got twenty twenty five from Logano. Like that's two stages. That's twenty points. That's there's twenty two you know, points difference between nothing. second and sixteenth place. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah. And and that's that's what NASCAR wanted with it is the new car that speaks to the parity they were shooting for and got with this new car. It's uh, it's completely, you know. I know we're on a playoff prediction show, but frankly, it's the most unpredictable playoffs ever because of the parity and kind of uncertainty of this new car. 
hell, we still got a new track we're going to see in, in yeah, uh, you know, in in Bristol and and you know, we still we, there's still so many unknowns. Yeah, the parody that's what they wanted and that's what they got. It's rubber band in this thing. Yeah, it's it's so difficult to predict because I we're at a point where. I mean, even for somebody like Chase Elliott, certainly for somebody like Logano or Chastain, Larson, you know, one mistake could be you being sent home in the round of 16. I mean, all it would take is one issue. And and I think we all know uh, something's going to happen in in our collective bracket. It's going to be busted at some point unless we're just geniuses at predicting here. Um, I can't speak for the rest of you, but I know that I am quite the predicting master. We'll we'll see about that. Uh, anyways, um, so moving on, that we've taken care of the top five. We've kind of all collectively agreed on the top five. Uh, what about Denny Hamlin and Zach? I'll I'll go ahead and give it over to you for for Denny Hamlin, but he has a, a very up and down year for Hamlin. He's either been up at the top, either winning or battling for wins, or he's been outside the top 10, top 15. How are, how do you feel about Denny Hamlin's chances? As good as I ever do. I mean, here's the thing. This guy routinely has shown the speed to win races, has been, in my opinion, has the best crew chief in the garage. Like, this team is set up to win. Obviously, they're trying some funky, you know, they've been doing a little bit of backwards pit stop strategy, you know, pit stops and stuff at JGR that seem to have been, have gotten them in the, you know, bit them in the butt a couple of times, but other times it's won them races. Um, I would argue that Denny Hamlin has been just as dominant as anybody else has been this year. Uh, he's not, Denny Hamlin is absolutely right. When he can count on it, you can count on your hand how many races that this team has choked away. Um, and you might say that's typical Denny Hamlin, but at the same time, uh, to me, the definition of typical Denny Hamlin is, three straight championship four appearances. And so I don't see anything to, I haven't seen anything this season to tell me that this is anything, there's anything different that's going to happen to me. Like got to think of Toyota is going to get there, right? Like mathematically, like how much Toyota invests in NASCAR on top of that? Like one of those three Toyota drivers is going to get there. um, And I'd be willing to bet on the eleven. Uh, he's certainly in the best position of any of the Toyotas that have made it. Um, there is another driver who is uh, tied uh, for points. He is the only driver in the playoffs that made it to the playoffs without a win. And uh, Peyton, I hope you're ready for this one because it's uh, it's Ryan Blaney. Um, by the way, I, I kind of got ahead of myself there. Uh, does anybody dispute Denny Hamlin going to the round of 12? Okay, now we can go to Ryan Blaney. Peyton, uh, I want I want to give the floor to you. What do you think about Ryan Blaney's chances of making it to the round of twelve, despite him not having a win? Honestly, I don't think he will make it. Really? As That's much bold... as I want him to, as much as I would. I, w- I wouldn't kill for it, but I would do maybe some shady things for it. To make it to the round of 12 or the championship? We'll start with 12. 
Fair enough. Um, but I don't think he will because he made it by the skin of his teeth. So it it was a definitely a different Daytona race, uh, summer Daytona race for Blaney than it was last year. Wasn't getting the win, but he did make it. Um, I I gotta say I think Blaney makes it. I think he's been consistent enough. Um, and consistency may not be everything for the majority of the playoffs, but I think consistency is going to be good enough to make it to the round of 12. Uh, anybody else have thought? Does anybody else besides Peyton uh, think that Blaney not going to make it? I think there's a chance, but I think there's enough guys behind him. Um, I think he had to more dig themselves out of a hole. He's got to be on upset alert though right like i mean we've seen blaney have these playoff collapses you know wasn't it in 2020 when he entered as like i think a lot of us had him as like a championship four like outside contender you know maybe even a favorite in the championship four and he goes out and has that penalty at darlington and then doesn't even make it out of the round of 16 like choking in the playoffs is nothing foreign to ryan blaney in my opinion um, and like Bristol's a track where we've seen him look very, very fast and very, very good multiple times and continuously has wrecked from the lead and in the top five there. So I don't think he has like any wiggle room. Like this is, I know we talk about how tight this is, but like Blaney is someone who, in my opinion, is prone to some sort of a mistake in the playoffs. And unlike in previous years where he's had, the gap to cover it. He has absolutely no gap to cover it. Um, but I think by the equipment that he has, he can get through. But like, I mean, if we're sitting here in three weeks and like, Oh, Ryan Blaney didn't get past Bristol. Like I'm not going to be like, Ooh, that's a shocker. That's a, I think that's a fair point. Um, yeah, I, I definitely could see it. You know, Zach, I think you make some good points, but I think you made the point that, that I would counter with. And that's, that equipment makes me go, he's going to find a way. You you drive for the captain, and I feel like I feel like Cindric gets the lower end of the stick on the equipment. That's just my theory. Don't don't have any facts. We don't want to get sued on the first episode. Uh, maybe on the second. But uh, to me, I, I just think because of the pedigree, because of, of the equipment, I, I think he'll find his way in there. He'll he'll sneak in, kind of like a. He's kind of currently NASCAR's beautiful cockroach after after today's Daytona and and now maybe getting to the round of twelve. He's just we just can't quite shine the light on that beautiful beautiful man and I think he's going to find a way in there. Surviving the nuclear holocaust, uh, cockroaches, Twinkies, and Ryan Blaney. That would be that's uh, we're going to put that on a on a t shirt and we're going to say it was by you, Logan Morris. So, uh, no, look, I'm not, I'm not a selfish man in this moment. So it's, it's for the whole team. Now, when I get everything right, don't worry. It was all me, but you know, I'll get all the, you know, the merch proceeds. It'll go directly to the uh, Loganity foundation. Uh, it's to benefit this man with cerebral palsy. Me. <laughs> so, uh, I think with a little bit more reluctancy, we will go ahead and move on Ryan Blaney to the round of 12. Um, so we've we've gone through the first seven and we've given up seven spots in the round of twelve. 
Uh, we've only got five spots left to give. Uh, so now we've got to get down to who we're, who we're going to give it to. Uh, Tyler Reddick uh, is another driver who has multiple wins. Um, this one's close for me uh, personally, but I still have him making it into the round of 12. What about everyone else? Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Chatter Bob's got a great shot. Yeah, I think Chatter Bob's gonna get it done. I call him Chatter Bob because Chatter, you know. And if you watch Eight Mile, I don't know. I'm dating myself. Yeah, I really do. I think he's hitting the stride at the right time. There's something special about uh, what he's doing. It's a little awkward because obviously he's, you know, he's heading to 2311 in 2024, but they've showed consistently they're 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 a threat. I mean. You could see him doing well at Darlington. You could see him doing well at Kansas. You could see him doing well at Bristol. He, uh, he there's just something about Tyler Reddick. Uh, he he finds a way. He's he's crafty. Yeah, I get him going around twelve for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think um, even after uh, the Daytona race, where he you know obviously helped get Austin Dillon the win, um, I think that might have re- redeemed him a little bit with RCR. Um, I mean, the rumors have been swirling for the past week or so that uh, Childers wants him out um, and isn't happy with him over the whole 23-11 deal. But um, I think after helping push Austin Dillon to the win and getting him into the playoffs as well, I I think uh, that might have redeemed a little bit. And uh, as long as they can keep their momentum, I don't see why they they don't make it into the round of 12. Those are certainly good points. I think uh, I I think y'all are all accurate on that. I think Tyler Reddick can at least find his way into the round of twelve. I'm not sure we could debate on on rounds further than that, and I'm sure we will. Um, but what about a man who, for there towards the end of the playoffs, we weren't sure if he was going to make it, and all of a sudden he just took the world by storm and won two in a row. How about Mr. Kevin Harvick? They call, it, the they call right, the closer for a reason. Yep, yep peaking at the right time. It, it, look out. He, he's going to be around. He's going to hang around. He's that fly you can't get rid of. I have to say, I, I like Kevin Harvick in this round, particularly because of the races in the round of 16 are all tracks that he's really good at. Uh, maybe not some of his best. I think a lot of us like Phoenix for maybe his best track, but he's really good at Darlington. He's good at Kansas. He's good at Bristol. Um, I think he has the ability to get it done at any of those three tracks. And I agree. I think he's kind of peaked at the right time. Uh, so I'm, I would support moving Kevin Harvick onto the round of 12. I think that's not a completely far out there idea. Is uh, anybody opposed to Harvick moving on? I think we're all kind of at a. I think we're all kind of at the point of. Uh, it's so close. I think any of these drivers could or could not make it, but. Um, we got three spots left to give. Our next one in line, as far as playoff points goes, is uh, Christopher Bell. Uh, does anybody? Uh, have Christopher Bell missing the round of 12. I think uh, with, personally, I think with Toyota only having three drivers to focus on, I think the three drivers they have are going to get a little bit of a 
extra boost as far as their equipment goes. Uh, and I think that'll, I think from the Toyota camp, I think that gives them the shot in the arm they need to make it to the round of 12. So we'll quickly move on. Uh, Christopher Bell, as far as my own personal opinion, uh, I believe the same can be said for Kyle Busch, the only multi-time champion in the field. Um, does anybody have two-time Kyle uh, missing out? What about his uh, contract situation? Does that get on his getting his head too much? I think that's the only thing that can stop him, honestly, from making it um, as if it just becomes too much of a media whirlwind because uh, obviously that's the number one topic everybody's talking about every week. Where is he going to go? Is he going to stay with Gibbs? Is he going to go to Chevy? Is he going to go to a different team? Um, and as long as he can handle the – I don't want to say the pressure because obviously you know he, he's a multi-time champion. He, he can handle the pressure. But if the whirlwind doesn't become too much for the team, for him as a, as a driver, um, I, I don't see why he wouldn't make it in. But I, I think if that does happen and that does become a little bit too much for the team, it might just uh, hurt his chances. Look, nothing would warm the cockles of my cold, cold heart more than seeing old Kyle Busch not not advance. But, but I'm I'm supposed to be a somewhat fair and unbiased individual here, so no, I, I got him moving on. But you talk about Kyle Busch. Perhaps we shouldn't be talking about the contract. Perhaps we shouldn't be talking about the round of twelve. We should be talking about is have the aliens abducted Kyle Busch because he's been downright chipper lately. He's been downright nice. I take that as a sign that the contract is signed and he knows where he's going and he's just waiting to be able to release the the, the information. That or he's finally driven himself mad with his temper. Love it. He's finally driven himself mad with his temper and he's just one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I mean, Could be. The Mad Hatter was, was very chipper. So, I mean, because I'm – uh, did you see that interview? I, I'm, I'm saying, what is the, who is this guy? He also has a new baby at home, like, and that would make that they've been me a little bit more for a long, long time. And that would make me a little bit more miserable. So again, I don't understand. Um, it's just odd to me. Just odd. Yeah, well, I got to make the round twelve. I think we got him moving to the round of 12. So that we've set 11 of our drivers. Uh, so the top 11 in points, we've all got moving to the round of 12. We've got one spot left to give, and I'm going to give you guys a, a list of names here. Chase Briscoe, Daniel Suarez, Austin Sendrick, Alex Bowman, and Austin Dillon. Out of those five drivers, we can only give one of them a spot in the round of 12. Who do you guys give that final spot to? Mi amigo. Okay, we've got Daniel Suarez. I I would I'm gonna give I think the final spot personally uh, goes to Alex Bowman simply because he's an HMS driver. I got I got Chase Briscoe. I I don't I don't see uh, Bowman getting it done. There's something I don't know just. We talk about peaking at the right time for Harvick, right? Well, there's just the opposite's happened to Alex Bowman. It's weird. It, he's he's almost like non-existent. Uh, you almost forget he's there all of a sudden. Uh, where Chase Briscoe, he is obviously, until Harvick's two wins, been the flagship of SHR this year. 
I think I think he'll sneak his way into the round of twelve, but you can make a case for everybody in this at, at this point, that, you know. Except I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I can't make a case at all for Austin Cedric. I see nothing that makes me believe he's gonna advance. I'm not trying to knock him. It's just what's he done since Daytona. Zach, what about you? He what almost you won think? today. He almost won today. He, Let me he just almost. say, Austin Cedric. Austin Cindric is one head case move away from Austin Dillon, away from winning this race, vaulting up how many spots in the playoffs? Look like all the way up to like ninth or something with Kevin Harvick, or ninth or something, eighth in the standings. Like that's a completely different picture. Yeah, but I'm making my case for the guy that's peaked at the right time. It's Austin Dillon. It's Austin Dillon. He's peaked at the right time. He literally won today. Last time Austin Dillon, Austin Dillon made the playoffs in a fluky manner, he won at Texas in 2020. Guess who finished behind him? Tyler Reddick. And we're like, oh, this RCR car is in the playoffs. What's going to happen? And the man sat here, made it to the round of 12, and almost finagled his way to the round of eight. He's one bad act. He's, one, he's, one, he's like one fluke thing at Talladega away from making the round of eight. Um, so my, my claim is for Austin Dillon. This guy's been consistent all year. Um, NBC has a vested interest in Austin Dillon with, of course, his fantastic television show. Um, so that is that is my – that's who I'm sticking the claim for is Austin Dillon. Look, I want to stress everybody in this world is entitled to their opinion. I'm also entitled to tell them how wrong I think they are. And Austin Dillon was – he – look, he won a race. You can't take that from him. You're right. But he – made one days of thunder kind of move where he come through the K like it could have been Kevin Harvick's race. It, you know, it, it, it could have been anyway. He, it, it's weird to say he got lucky, but honest to God today, didn't he kind of get lucky? Like, yeah, I know we went back and he won and yippee, but, but I mean, he was so close to it all being over and you're right. He won and that's great. It's a second day tonal win. But I think that's where the magic runs out. But but in your to your point, I suppose he could he could light up the thunder and all of a sudden the three is hot again and and I mean he's got a big league beard game for it. I just don't see it. It's weird. He might be staying at RCR forever, but he feels second fiddle to Tyler Reddick. Well, uh, Peyton is he second have... fiddle anymore? Is he second fiddle? That silver spoon, that silver spoon says number one to me. I think. I mean, I think I'm Austin just. Gets I'm just equipment. saying. I agree with that. I think Austin does get better equipment, better team. Um, but I think the way that Tyler's driven this year, obviously his talent has showed that he might be a little bit better than Austin, even in second tier equipment from RCR. Oh, I think we can universally agree that Tyler Reddick is better than Austin Dillon. But I think the, if we're going to make an argument on equipment, is the second RCR car, the fourth HMS car, the third Penske car, the second Trackhouse car, or the second SHR car. You know what I mean? You've got, like, these are all cars that run between 10th and 20th every week. And if we're I all mean, talking, oh, one this one guy's one. hot, this guy's hot. The guy won today, or the guy won this weekend. Like, there is no doubt of, like he is by definition on a hot streak. I, I mean, out of those four cars you listed, I know which one of those I wouldn't want to drive and be the driver for every week. 
and that's the SHR car. That's just me. Yeah. They, haven't, totally they, they, they haven't they haven't shown much this year except okay, Harvick got the two wins, Briscoe got the one early earlier in the season. What else have they done? I mean, Mr. Consistent Eric Amarola didn't even sniff the top 16 in points. All I'm saying is that every other but can't we make the same claim for Daniel Suarez, man? I mean, what's he done besides every... getting that one done? I well, mean, he, he I, ran exactly. Most of the first They've half of the season, all though. been irrelevant since the calendar turned to NBC. They've all been irrelevant since we've gone to NBC. The only person who's shown up on the NBC half of the broadcast schedule is Austin Dillon. That's a, that's a fair point. Are you uh, kidding me? Alex Bowman won a race in March. So did Chase Briscoe. He won a race in March and has been Casper the ghost. I don't don't know where Austin Dillon finished last week. So we have four of us, uh, all of which have had four different. Do you know where Alex Bowman finished last week? I can't say that I do. It it was pretty Um, um, Peyton, we need a tiebreaker. We need somebody to tell us who collectively we're going to move on Got to the round of 12. So uh, what what say you, Peyton? Here. Well, this is where it gets tricky because I had Blaney not moving on. So I have two answers. I have Briscoe and Dylan. Okay, well, collectively <laughs> – all right, just just for the for fairness sake of, of how we're gonna do the video, we're Dan, I'm sorry, but uh you and I are just our picks are just gonna be out. Uh, <laughs> so Bowman and Suarez will say are out and uh there was somebody we didn't even glance over. I don't know, somebody we uh we left out of the uh Cendric. We didn't even talk about Cendric. Right. Yeah, we didn't even yeah, Cendric's <laughs> out. So we're down to the argument of uh Briscoe versus Austin Dillon. Um, if so, I had to pick between those, I would say Austin Dillon. If I had to pick between Austin Dillon and and Chase Briscoe at this point, I'm going to pick Austin Dillon. Oh, you! Oh, oh! You, I think you, I, I think that I. I, I think I that's one lucky day, and you all turn into Stevie Wonder in a new room. Because no. look at look at what Austin Dillon has done. Look at Darlington a couple years ago. He almost won that. He almost won Richmond uh, last year. I mean, it, he has the tendency to come from out of nowhere when nobody expects him to. And at least for the round of twelve, I could see that being a thing. I mean, I'm going to have to agree wow, so with Dylan as, well. out of those two because, I mean, like I said earlier, what's our SHR really done in the, like, the last half of the season so far except for Harvick's two wins? And that has nothing to do with Briscoe. So Where then, has Briscoe finished the past 20 races? So then we'll take we'll take the irrelevant resources of Almirola and Custer and we'll put them to Briscoe. It, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. I'm telling you, people, y'all are missing the boat. <laughs> well, in that case, Logan, in three weeks, you'll be able to tell us all I, I told you so. Um, but nonetheless, we've got – we have our <laughs> – we have our round of 12 
uh, set up here. It is uh, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, uh, Ross Chastain, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, and Austin Dillon in our collective round of 12. Uh, if your bracket is already busted, try to figure out something else for the round of eight. I don't know. Uh, um, so let's go ahead and get into it. I, we're going to start with the low-hanging fruit here. Does anybody think, besides Zach, does anybody but Zach think that uh, Chase Elliott is not going to make the round of eight? <laughs> Actually, as a matter of fact, Zach, I'll let you make your argument since you were lagging for your round of twelve argument. What's your what's your Chase Elliott argument right. here? Okay, so the the argument is very, very, very simple. Chase Elliott has traditional traditionally not run well at Texas in the Cup Series. Does Ant like I I can see that continuing? Oh, look, a big one at Talladega. You know, he gets caught up in the big one in stage one or two. And it all comes down to the roval. And I know we're all like Chase is a great road course racer. And he and he definitely is. There's no doubt about it. But um, I mean, between the track house cars and Tyler Reddick, like, I mean, I don't think it's likely. I don't think it's likely. But I can paint the picture where Chase Elliott does not like advance. It's not it's not a hard picture to paint with that round. You gotta fluke, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you're you know. Toss your hands up in the air at Talladega. A track he does not run well at in Texas. He's never run well at Texas in the Cup Series. He hates coming there. I don't like him coming there. Um, so it's all good with me if, you know, like, to me, like, it's all very, very, like, the picture The picture is, is there. It's just, you know, do you buy that he has enough comfort to make it? I, I can understand the argument. Um but I'll just say this. Yeah, I do buy the fact that he's got enough comfort. I think the even if he doesn't win the Roval, I think he runs well enough at the Roval to make it. Talladega's a crapshoot. Um, but, but, but let's let's not forget he's got a Talladega win. Let's not forget oh, that. Well, so does David Reagan in Furniture Row Equipment, but. Or uh, well, David Razor, row, front row. Razor. That's not look. I'll put him in a petty car right now. Let's go. Um, I ain't got you know, I I see what you're saying. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of the round of twelve is going to be a wild card. It, it usually is a wild card round because of Talladega and because of the Roval. Texas is going to be interesting. Um, I just I, personally, I, I I can't see myself eliminating Chase Elliott this early. Uh, anybody or, or is do we have a majority agreement on that? All right, so um, so we'll we'll continue with uh, Chase Elliott to the round of eight. We can we can reassess him. Uh, in our next discussion, what about Joey Logano? Is uh, Mister Consistent uh, throughout the playoffs? Is anybody having Joey Logano out in the round of twelve? No, I think I think that I know it's a wild card round because Talladega, but that's a guy that lines up well with the wild card. We know how Ford is at Dega. We 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 know what they can do. Um, 
I think he is well versed to to keep moving. I will say this: I think the round of twelve is a round that doesn't necessarily stack up well for Logano. I I think it's what from I think from his what? own performance. I I mean he runs well at Talladega, Texas. He does okay at. I just don't know if the I think the Roval could hurt him. I think a wild card incident at Talladega it doesn't affect my my thoughts on him moving on, but I, I think if Joey Logano were to be eliminated, I think it's in this round. No, 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 no. Joey Logano is one of the most underrated road course racers in NASCAR. This is the best thing since sliced bread. Okay. Listen, he's not, I mean, is he in the echelon of Elliot or Reddick? No, no. Do I trust Joey Logano to go out and win a road course race? No. But if Joey Logano is at a road course where he needs to get points, this guy finished top five in the Roval like the last two years. This is this is not un like please do not act like Joey Logano is some bozo on a road course, okay? Is he Chase Elliott? No. Is he Brad Kizalowski? No. Okay. This is a guy. This round sets up very nicely for Joey Logano, in my opinion. There's no reason he can't win Talladega. There's no reason he can't be top five to ten at the Roval. And, of course, he can run top ten at Texas. He's had some issues there recently. He's had engine issues at Texas and stuff, bizarre things. But he looked very nice in the all-star race at Texas. I know a very different setting and stuff. But, I mean, if you're to go off of anything from Texas, then, uh, yeah. Pisky looked really good at Texas, and so did Logano. So this, this notion this round is not set up well is a bit odd to me, Justin. I just think that, I, I mean, I don't think he runs well enough at Texas to, if something were to happen at Talladega and the Roval, I don't think that's enough to move him. I, I just don't think he runs well enough at Texas to move him on. I don't think he, I, I think, honestly, if I look at these three races, I think his best chance to win is Talladega. And just like we saw with Daytona yesterday, I think it's one of those where, I mean, I just don't want to bank my chances of moving on on Talladega. That that's just something that. Sure. I, I mean, I still have. A I hear your argument. On. I hear your argument, but like when we go through this round of twelve drivers, how many of these twelve drivers' best chance to win is going to be at Talladega? How many, Justin? Well, uh, let's see. I see. There's nothing like Daytona's big sister. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and put down Logano. I would, yeah, okay. I'd say you can throw in Denny Hamlin. Okay, Blaney. I was actually throw was in Ryan thinking, Blaney. Yeah, I was thinking Denny Hamlin maybe a Texas win wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility, but no, he's won there three I times. Think... It's definitely not out of the realm of possibilities, but. Austin Dillon, for sure, since we have him in the uh, – since we have Five. him there. Four. I Byron, okay. too. Yeah, Byron. I mean, no doubt. I just uh, – and Byron. I mean, my, my argument Chastain would be probably. the same for – Yeah. I think my argument would be the same for any of those drivers, though. I mean, do you want to – for any of these drivers, do you want – again, my thoughts on Joey Logano moving on to the – so the round of eight have not changed. I still think he moves on, but I just don't know if I want to hang that on Talladega, especially with the uh, with the playoff points the way they are. 
I mean, no, you don't want to like hang your hats on Talladega. But if I'm ranking these drivers based on who I, if I'm backed into a corner, you know, and the only way I get out of the corner is if XYZ driver wins at Talladega, Joey Logano is not outside the top three for me. He's in the top three for, for me. Like it's yeah. Denny Hamlin and it's probably Joey Logano. Well, maybe Ross well, Chastain, but like the thing about Talladega, especially, and really you can make this claim for every single race is you're going to have a bunch of PO non-playoff drivers that don't care about everyone else's playoff chances. They're playing spoiler, essentially. You think Bubba Wallace doesn't want to go win one? You think he won't won't do whatever he's got to do? Uh, I, I, I think, frankly, he would inadvertently, he would be yeah, too aggressive and wreck his owner. And so that's where I think Justin makes a good point is, yes, can you hang it on, Daga? Sure. But there's just so much because unlike every other sport what makes us unique is everybody's still coming to the track we're all sitting through it and so you got to watch 10 weeks of hell and if you can play spoiler that one week i don't care if denny hamlin or or ryan blaney has got a shot i'm gonna i gotta get a win for my team for my own sake you think martin Truex isn't gonna be fighting his guts out to to just get a super speedway win he's like oh and 70 now or is it 0 and 70, 0 and 71, something like that? You know, teams like Petty GMS, that's the only shot they got. Bubble Wallace wants to get a non-rain win. It, there's just so much that Justin Haley was ready to have a stroke today. I mean, he was ready to stroke out. It's just, I think you're right, Zach, in theory, but the problem is we're taking these great cars and they might fly around like lotto balls at this Talladega. It's just, I don't know. It's just it's unpredictable. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, we, uh, I think we all kind of agree that Joe Logano is going to move on to the round of eight. So we'll go ahead and uh, move on, but great discussion for Logano and we, we can continue that. Uh, what about Ross Chastain is the round of 12 where he gets bitten or does he move on to the no. round of eight? Yes, 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 yes. I'm inclined to agree. I think Chastain, I agree. I, I think he makes it to the round of eight. I think Chastain makes it to the round of eight. And so stops there in a big way. Um, I'm inclined another, to agree. Another chrome horn round, baby. Like, give him the old Chastain one-two punch. Put him in the wall, man. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, the same about Larson. He, you know, he ran really well uh, at. Texas, uh, and he at the uh, All Star race, uh, and he ran pretty decently uh, last year. That was a different car, but nonetheless, um, I kind of feel like with Larson though, the wheels have kind of started to fall off with that team. I mean, can we say that with a Watkins Glen win though? I mean, uh, I, I feel like that was a circum uh, like a, a a circumstance thing. Like, I feel like other than that, what else has he done the last ten races? I mean that's a fair point. That's that's a fair point. I think that Kyle Larson is certainly, I, he's certainly playing second fiddle at Hendrick right now. Um, I think obviously Chase Elliott is the is the top dog at at HMS right now. I just I think looking at some of these other drivers, I just don't know if I have 
him being put out by any of these other ones. I'm not sure. I, I'm not entirely sure. I don't see him making it to the round of four. I can see him making it to the round of eight, but I don't see him making it to the round of four. Okay. Is what he, about what about everyone else? Is, I think he makes it to the round of eight, but but I think Dan makes a good point because if it, like we've been talking about Logano, if it comes down to Talladega, Kyle Larson's super speedway history is not something to really write home about. He ends up having parts issues, gets caught in a wreck, something like this, something like that. Uh, a few years ago at Talladega, he had a similar – he had an engine failure like five laps in, uh, if anyone recalls what I'm talking about. And and so, yeah, similar to Joy Logano, but but without the pedigree to kind of back up on, if it comes down to Talladega, because Dan's right, uh, we don't – yeah, I know Watkins Glen – is that momentum or is that a blind squirrel? Because it could go either way right now. Because if he doesn't make a – not going to call it Bush League, but if he at least he doesn't do his best Ross Chastain impression, does he win Watkins Glen? And then what's second place? First loser, Gordon Adele Sr. All fair points. Uh I'm I'm inclined to move Larson to the round of eight though. Is anybody against that or is all right, so we'll move on. Here's um where we get, at least for me, this is my first out of the round of twelve, and that's William Byron. I I think he peaked too early. I don't think that I've seen enough of Ryan Blaney or not Ryan Blaney, sorry, William Byron to uh to think that he moves on to the round of eight. Talladega, maybe because he's you know he's a pretty good super speedway racer. He's an okay uh, road course guy. I just I don't know. I think he's going up against too good a talent. Um, I've got William Byron being out, but I'm willing to hear arguments for him. Uh, I don't have him be- being out. I think he's uh, I think he's good enough. Ever we we talk about. Can you win a Speedway? Byron can do that. Uh, I, he's okay enough on road courses to, to get by. You know, Texas, there's not See, a whole lot to go on. There, there you go, Logan. <laughs> but there's not a whole lot to go on because Texas is now the all-star race, and it's just a different format. Like, it's a lot, it's a lot to say. Uh, he can't do it. Like, well, how do I know? We've been inverting the field and doing all these weird things and Blake Shelton yelling all over the mic. Like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea how anyone's going to do it. Texas might be the most unpredictable track, not named Talladega, because it's just different. He's the first of my iffy ones. Um, like, obviously, the the top four I felt pretty confident about, and then he's like the first one that I'm really not sold on. Um, I mean, looking at the ones behind him, I, I, I don't see him outperforming a couple of them. And I, I definitely see him possibly not making it. So I, I'm going to go with no. That I, I don't I don't think Byron makes it in. I got him going in probably because it's a hindered driver. And I just, similar to what I was saying about Blaney earlier, I, I believe in their equipment. I believe in their ability. But, yeah, it's, there's certainly a couple uh, question marks and parentheses, no doubt. It, that's a tough one. All right, so we've got two votes for no, one vote for yes. Zach, what do you think? Uh, I'm a no. I think if this was just on points, I, I see Logan. I see Logan's. I see Logan, and I agree. 
the thing is, is the way that I try to assess around, and this is my philosophy, is, is I put, okay, these three drivers, in my opinion, are the favorite at this track. William Byron does not appear at the top three, nor does he appear in the top five of any of these drivers, in my opinion, to win at any of these tracks. If you're not a top five chance to win at the track, then you're going to have to be so stellar on points. And I don't think he is. I just do not think he is. So, no, I don't think he advances. I think he's – I don't even think he's the first one out, quite frankly. But this doesn't matter. As long as he doesn't advance, then we're right. Well, I, I'm inclined to uh, – we've got a majority opinion on that. Um, so, we'll – We'll go Give ahead him the and boot. say that yeah, William Byron is out in the round of 12. That was an earlier one than the round of 16. You'll see. Um, You'll see. <laughs> um, so William Byron is our first one out as uh, as far as the round of 12 goes. Uh, what about Denny Hamlin? I As crazy of a season as Denny Hamlin has had, I, I still think – I mean, last year uh, he had a rough season and then he just turned it on in the playoffs. Oh. Um. I think Denny Hamlin moves on. Agreed. Easy. Lock him in, baby. Lock him yeah. in. Yeah, I, I think Denny Hamlin's too good of a driver to to count him out on That's this right. one. So Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin's moving on to the round of eight. What about Ryan Blaney? This is another one for me that I'm I mean, bottom line, I mean, we can talk about the that, yeah, it was the all-star race. We can talk about uh, everything. But nonetheless, uh, Ryan Blaney has a win at Texas this year. Um, Don't care. Pack it up, pretty boy. He's He's got a win. At, he was the first winner. As a matter of fact, I believe uh, – well, I think Ryan Blaney is the only driver on this list that has a win at all three tracks in the round. If you count his all-star win at Texas. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Don't care. Not his year. You can't come stumbling, fumbling into the playoffs. Needing yeah, yeah. absolute sheer luck of a wreck and rain to make the playoffs. And then convince me this guy's going to make the round of eight. Peyton is yeah, spot on with saying he fumbled into the round. He fumbles by the round one because of the fact he drives for the captain. But listen, yep. the, it stops here. There are other there are other drivers that are more likely to win a single race than him. I agree. I, if you stick, I have if him, you stick Ray Charles in a new room, he might get through it just fine unscathed, but he might also run into the couch. I think Ryan is gonna run into the couch. I mean, I have him I have him and one other driver kind of flip flop back and forth between eighth and ninth. Um, I could see him being the one out of the t- of those two because I do feel like the other driver that I have would get the win. Um, but I mean, it's gonna. I think Ooh, he's I think gonna I know be who the driver is. I, I I think he's going to be the first one underneath the cut line when it comes to it. I think Ryan Blaney is going to be the first one out. All right. Well, that's the majority opinion. So uh, we've got Ryan Blaney out. Uh, in the round of 12. So William Byron and Ryan Blaney both eliminated uh, as far as our predictions go. We've got five drivers left and three spots to give. Uh, Tyler Reddick, first RCR driver. Does he make it in? Come on. 
I'm going to say yes. I think Tyler Reddick makes it to the round of eight. Uh, he wins I, the Roval to advance. I got, I got, I got him. He wins the Roval to advance. I like it. I just checked my notes. Check my notes in uh, Peter's handwriting. But yeah. I got <laughs> All right. Well, we've got the eight car in the round of eight. That's a that's a pretty bold prediction here. Um, nonetheless. Uh, Kevin Harvick, left, right? yeah, two spots among four drivers. We've got Kevin Harvick, uh, up next. What about it? Kevin Harvick, the closer, does he make it in? I, I'm going to go with my, my gut here and I'm going to say, yes, I think he does. I think he's the closer. He's a veteran of the sport and, uh, I think he's peaked at the right time. So yeah, I'll, I'll get behind Kevin Harvick. I think he can do it. Yep, I have him as well. He's he is our grumpy old sweet sixteen in this proverbial tournament, uh, <laughs> and so I think he's going to make a run. Uh, I think he's the Cinderella, and you know the house slipper because that's what he needs at this point. Fits he, he he's he's going to get it done. He's he's peaking at the right time. He's like I said, he's cantankerous, a little full of himself. He's feeling it. The team's feeling it. He's going to get it done. Uh no. I stand on my no platform here. Okay. Um, I, I we're all talking about painting the picture. Like, paint me the picture of where Harvick. He's coming in at a disadvantage, right? He would be entering the round ninth in points, essentially. Um, paint me the picture. Does he win at Texas? Has this guy shown anything on a one and a, on a mile and a half track that he can win? No. No. Has he shown any? I mean, Talladega. Crapshoot. We. We've already acknowledged that. And is he a top is he is he a top road racer in this group to make it make it through? No. I don't I don't think he has to win though. I don't I don't I don't think he has to win a, a race this round to, to get through. He's just got I, I think he's just got a dance. I, I think he's consistent enough. Um and obviously he's coming into his own this this time of the season to where like he's showing that hey, I'm a contender. I I, I can run up front. I mean, I didn't expect him to win either one of the two races he won back to back. Um, obviously, you know, Michigan's always been a Ford track in my opinion. Um, but I, I just think right now he's kind of got the hot hand and I, I, looking at the other drivers that are in trying to get into the round of eight, I only see one other one besides him that I think that can make it. I agree. Let's, let's not forget that, uh, you know, and this is a, you know, best way I can put it. You don't have to take the significant other home for it to be a good date. It still might've gone well. He doesn't have to win. No, but I mean, let's let's call it like it is, okay? There's four drivers left. Justin said it. We can all. I'm not trying to take Justin's hosting role here, but we can all unanimously agree Austin Dillon is not surviving this round, right? Like, correct. I don't think he's surviving as far as you got it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I, yeah, okay. okay so, just, so just as a as a PSA here, we we've we're eliminating Austin Dillon now. That's... So it's two spots. For three guys, okay? It's Christopher Bell, it's Kyle Busch, and it's Kevin Harvick. We all, I I, I'm buying Justin's argument that Toyota's only got three guys here, so all the chips are in, man. You don't have to spread the assets or nothing. Everything you've got is getting these three guys as far as possible. Kyle Busch, in his worst season ever in 2020, what did he do? He went out and won at Texas. Okay, that same race, Christopher Bell went out 
and took a Boo Boo Levine Family Racing 95 car and ran that thing in the top five all day long and finished third. And at one point, easily could have won that race. I'm telling you guys, these these two, man, I would not sit here and mess around with these Toyotas. I, I think that those are the two that get in. I think that Toyota can invest more. I think JGR is a better team. I, quite frankly, I think that Kyle Busch is definitively the better driver. But, like, I mean, I mean we can all Kyle say Bush. Kevin Harvick's just, on a hot streak. I, I, I don't see Christopher uh, Bell. I don't see him beating Kevin Harvick. It's pretty on brand for me to go with the veterans. Like, that's kind of my thing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to stick with the veterans. Uh, I think I, I think Harvick's just – like, there, you're right. There is no, like, mathematical a great reason. It's just something's clicked for that team, and sometimes it clicks. That's all it takes. And you know, we, we're I'm, about baseball guys, Zach. One, uh, uh, a batter makes one adjustment, one tiny adjustment on a swing. Maybe he keeps his shoulder in another half a second. All of a sudden, he's a 300 hitter. After he's he spent the first three months batting two twenty, something is clicked, and no. when it's clicked, it's clicking. And I and I think kind of I would argue use your old argument, Zach. Whenever you're talking about how Toyota only has three cars in the race for the championship now, so they're going to put all their chips in. SHR is only going to have one car left, and that's going to be Harvick. And I think they're going to be putting all yeah. their chips yeah. into Harvick, and he gets most of them anyway. I mean, he does. Yeah, I've I've been looking at the uh, at the point we make. If if our predictions are right on the round of twelve, uh, then Ford uh, losing Austin Cendrick and Chase Briscoe uh, would also only have three drivers uh, in the round of twelve. That would be Logano, Blaney, and Harvick. So they would be, I, I believe, on the same playing field as Toyota in that stance. I've got Harvick yeah. and Bush. In the round of eight, I, I I think we at least have a majority, I think, for Harvick. So let's move Harvick over. What about Bush versus Bell? I could I could hear that argument. It's Christopher Bell. It's Christopher Bell. He's a better super speedway racer. He's a better road racer. He's a better road course racer right now than Kyle Bush is. Christopher Bell's Toyotas have been bad on the road courses most of the season, with the exception of Christopher Bell. He's the only guy that's shown a pulse. If we're going to say Kevin Harvick's on a hot streak, Bell has looked very, very good. The second half of this season, he's he came roaring back into a points position in the top 16, then proceeded to win at New Hampshire. Um, up until the accident today, he was up front at Talladega. Like, I'm just I saying... Would- I was prepared I'm just to saying, Kurt, in this thing, or, or Kyle, pardon me. I was prepared, but Zach, you just you again, you hit it home, and I think you convinced me because let's be honest. You want to talk about luck? We can debate Austin Dillon all day long. Yesterday, you want to talk about luck? Kyle Bush's win at Bristol Dirt was luck. That's all it was. You were in the right spot, right time, and hey, nothing could, you know, I'd kill for one of those. But that's the reality of it. This doesn't look like the same Kyle Busch. This looks like a consistent top 10, top 15 driver. And, and we I think will... this this could be where his contract situation also comes into play as far as just this, the the headache and frustration of, is it signed yet? We don't, we don't know. I mean, maybe it's already signed. 
But well, if nothing's announced by this round, I who, don't see who is assigned with. No, no, we don't know if it is. That's what I'm saying. The, the reality is this. I know people talk about how young he is because he got started so soon, uh, and I get that. But you still have the miles and the wear and tear. And, and let's be honest, when you are, he's now one in 16 straight eight different seasons. There's only one other guy to do that. But everybody loses that killer instinct at some point. Jimmy Johnson did. We didn't, we didn't think that Lowe's leaving was the beginning of the end. But when you could look back on Jimmy Johnson's career, Lowe's leaving was pretty much the beginning of the end in terms of greatness. I'm not talking about he didn't have another respectable year, respectable races, but an era ended. In, in terms of Jimmy Johnson's ability to be an iconic elite NASCAR driver when Lowe's left. And it feels maybe it's just taking him a while to catch up to the next gen car. So maybe I'm jumping the, putting the cart before the horse here, but it feels like, because no matter where he races next year, Mars is leaving. And it feels eerily similar to Jimmy Johnson where most people said, Oh, Jimmy's going to be fine. He'll be in, 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 to some extent he was, but he was never quite the same. When his when his history book is written, we're not going to talk about those elite years with Ally. We're talking about those elite years with Lowe's. Maybe, maybe Kyle Busch's elite years are over because everybody runs out of gas eventually in terms of being just the unequivocal best. Again, only one of the guys won 16 straight seasons. It stopped there for Richard Petty. Nobody's going to go forever in terms of being – unequivocally the best i think his days of greatness are behind him i think he'll win races i think he'll be competitive but he's not he's not to be feared anymore if that makes sense he he doesn't he's just there he's not to be feared he's a respected elder grumpy driver but he, he's nothing that you go, oh, my God, he can't be beat. He can be beat because it happens to everybody. And I don't know why that is, especially given how young he is. But something feels like it's changed. Maybe it's an off-year because of the next-gen car. If so, we'll go back and say, boy, Logan really screwed a pooch on the first run of the scuffs. But it feels different It feel, because, again, his win, luck. Look at that big top, that lack of top-10 streak he just had. I mean, top-10. The, I don't mean to call out the sport, but the fields are only getting shorter. It ain't. It, it's not getting that tough if you're high funded to get a top ten these days. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know who's going to get a win in the round of twelve, but I think Zach just got one right now because I think I was fully prepared to just move Kyle Busch onto the round of eight, and I think that for a few of us, I think he's just collectively changed our minds. He just changed mine. Uh, I, I agree. I think Christopher Bell makes it over Kyle Busch. I think maybe the pressure gets to him. And I think uh, certainly like Zach said, especially recently, Christopher Bell has been the far superior Toyota uh, road racer. Um, so with that said, I, I think we've got a round of eight. I think <laughs> um, this is such a bizarre round of eight for me um, because just looking at it, these are a few faces that we haven't seen before. You know, we haven't seen make it this far. There are some familiar faces, and I, you know, but Ross Chastain, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, we haven't seen these guys in the round of eight. How will they perform? Can they make it to the championship four? We're about to find out, or at least in our own predictions, we're about to find out. 
So once again, I'm going to ask Chase Elliott, final four or not? I 2000, he's got 2040 points, 40 playoff points. I think he gets some more before the, before the playoff server. I think Chase Elliott moves on to the ground. I, I think he's going to be a championship contender. I clutch Clyde, baby. Moving on. I, it is. I know. I know Zach. I know you're in disagreements. Uh, Tough break. Move on. No, listen, listen. You know, we could all put our fan hats on. You know, I put my Denny Hamlin underwear on one leg at a time, right? But listen, if we're going to call it like it is, Chase Elliott enters the playoffs as the favorite. He is without a doubt the favorite. Now, I can sit here and debate till you're blue in the face. He does not have four wins. He should have three. However, he's still, even with three wins or four, however you want to count it, my counting versus NASCAR, he still has looked the best throughout the regular season. So I'm not, I mean, here's the thing. This round is the round that sets up the best for Chase of the three, in my opinion, okay? You've got a full, like, Las Vegas and Homestead are just mile and a half, you know? Like, there's nothing too scary about them. And then Martinsville is a track that Chase has shown when he has to, you know, when the cutting gets tough and the nuts come to get cracked, he sits there and cracks them and busts them open, you know? Um, Chase is someone I would trust in that situation. So, if we're gonna have Chase in the round of eight, I don't, I don't, I don't see any reason why he's not in the championship four. Well, Hendrick Motorsports is far too good of a team, far too good of a team to not get someone there. Okay, that's, and I think that's gonna be our argument for a lot of this: is these teams or these manufacturers are far too good to not have some sort of representation in Phoenix. You know, that's a, I, I think that's a fair point. Um, I feel the same way about the the next driver, uh, and that's Joey Logano. I think he's just I think he's too consistent. Um, I, I think it's a round that sets up well for him. He's good at Vegas. Uh, he's good at the cookie cutter mile and a half. Martinsville is a track that you know. And, and let's be honest here, Joey Logano is one of those drivers that at Martinsville uh, is not afraid to put the bumper to somebody. And you know if it's if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. If he's in that position, you know, I put my faith in Logano. I think Logano moves on to the championship four. Um, anyone else? It's an even-numbered year. He has to make it. This is the trend. Like, <laughs> 22 in 22. Like, this is all the math. That's true. This math's out be. correctly. Um, I definitely think he gets, I definitely think he gets to, to Phoenix. Yeah, tough to disagree. I don't know about the math per se, but but uh, what can I say? I do it Scotch Diner style. But it does feel like he's he's certainly in the driver's seat to get to the plus let's Joy Logano might be one of the most clutch drivers in the sport. He always tends to step it up come playoff time. It's odd. We've written his his you know season obituary a few times in years past and he finds a way to extend it longer than we thought it was probably gonna go. I mean, the year he won the championship, I didn't think he was going to make it past, you know, yeah. into the final four. That's just me. Yeah, uh, to to me, you can make an argument that he's the worst champion of this era because of of how it all worked out. But at the end of the day, the system is the system. I think that's a fair point, but uh, nonetheless, we've got Joey Logano moving on. So, 
two drivers and we've already got two spots in the final four taken up we've got to uh shave the field a little bit um i there's one i kind of want to just get our thoughts on and just skip around here um we were on a debate um for christopher bell making it to the round of eight um does any of us think he makes it to the round of four with that as much as you'd love to see it no no friends no yeah i i'm i agree with that i I'd, I'd like to see it i think i like christopher bell he's a future talent i think eventually i think he does get there but i this year i just don't see it um personally i feel the same way about tyler reddick um i think eventually he gets there i just don't think this is his year uh does anybody disagree with that Mm. No, this round sets up poorly for him. I think. Um, I just the thing about the uh, we talk about equipment. This is RCR equipment, and the thing about this round is it really like those two cookie, those two mile and a halfs. I mean, he's fantastic at Homestead, so you can see the argument. You know, here's your case, man. Go out and win Homestead, and you can make the championship race. But Larson's good at Homestead. Denny Hamlin is fantastic at Homestead. Pretty much anybody that's a former champion of the sport has won at Homestead, um, with the exception of Elliott and Larson since they moved it. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, Logano has pedigree there. Hamlin has pedigree. Um, I, I don't think – I don't think he's good enough in this stage of the season to overcome the equipment. I don't think the tracks allow it. Uh, and I, I don't know if he has that, like – he doesn't have the Ross Chastain in him. He doesn't have the Logano in him to go to Martinsville, I think, right now and and go win that. You know, to go win that race, he hasn't shown that to me. Um, he's shown a lot of things that are very promising about his future, but that is not one of them. And I mean, he's also going to start in the hole too, because he's he's going to be at the bottom of the list for playoff points when it comes to that round. Um, so he's going to have to basically yeah leapfrog over the ones in front of him to get in and i just i just don't know if i see that happening unless he wins homestead that's i mean that's the only way yeah. he really in my opinion gets into the final four is if he if he wins homestead yeah i i'm inclined to agree i think it's i think it'd be a great run for reddick to make it to the round of eight i think it would be uh, i think he's got a solid shot at making a deep playoff run but i don't see him making the championship um the next one i i want to go over is ross chastain um, I just think there's too many drivers mad at him. I, I think that there are, and I, I think if anywhere it's going to bite him, I think it's here. Um, I just, I don't think Chastain, nobody's going to cut him a break. Nobody's going to cut him a break at, at Vegas or Homestead and certainly not Martinsville. Um, and for that specific reason, I've got Chastain out of the championship for yeah. completely agree. I think this is where someone essentially goes all Matt Kenseth and damnedest thing I've ever seen. Unless he wins Vegas, he's not getting through. They're not going to let him, they're not going to let him advance. Um, I mean, if it comes down to Martinsville and he's still fighting for a chance, no. there's, there's four guys that's going to just be like, Nope, sorry. Have a good day. And send it. <laughs> so I just, I don't see it happening. Mm. Well, with that being said, we've got two spots 
and three drivers to to give it to. Two former champions. Uh, one of them is a defending champion. And then we have Denny Hamlin, who's a veteran of the sport. Um, so I'm out of those three drivers, we're going to go through uh, all of us, and we're going to say which one of those three drivers is out. Do you guys have out of the final four? Uh, Dan, why don't you start us off with who, who do you have out of the final four out of Larson, Hamlin, and Harvick? I'm going Larson because I honestly – I, I don't know if I'm 100% confident he's even going to make it to the round of eight, um, but I'm going to say Larson. Logan, what about you? <coughs> Good Sorry, I'm choking. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He's picking Diddy. He's picking Diddy. <laughs> can't uh, can't believe that would happen on the here. I'll be darn. Uh, you know, here I sit with beverages by the ton and <coughs> go into a choking fit. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Denny Hamlin. I think he just can't quite get it done. Um, funny how it works. Strangest tickle. Can't help it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like I blew a tire with seven to go or something. Sorry. I know we're in the home stretch and I couldn't quite pull it off. Get Zach, out I, of your head, Kate. <laughs> Stop. I feel like that was a bit targeted. <laughs> it was definitely targeted. I didn't first. Starters. Okay, listen. This is the same. You you he chokes. He chokes. He chokes. This is the same man who's made it to three straight championship fours. Nobody else can say that. Nobody else can say that. He's been there. He has the pedigree to make it. My answer is Kevin Harvick. I think the SHR well just dries out here. You know. I mean, obviously, like we're all different, and that's fine. But to me, the SHR well dries out. I, I think that. Quite frankly, that you know, we've talked about it all show long that Toyota has a limited amount of of drivers in it and a smaller field than they're used to, and one of them is, has got to make the championship four. There's a zero percent chance Toyota does not have some representation in this championship race. Um, to be quite honest, I think it's a, a disservice to think that there's not going to be some representation of any manufacturer this year with how with how um, unpredictable it's been. And obviously, the best Toyota driver is going to be the representative for Toyota. And, you know, I mean, it comes down to Larson and Harvick. And I think I can make it. I can't, I can't see the argument for Harvick winning any of these races in this round. And I really think anybody not named Chase Elliott is probably better off just winning a race in this round to, make, to, to guarantee their safety. Can't see it for Kevin Harvick. Therefore, I can see it with Larson. Can't see it. So, therefore, Harvick's my one out. Peyton, you've been very quiet throughout all this. What about you? Out of uh, Hamlin, Harvick, and Larson, who do you have being eliminated? Mainly, I've been quiet because y'all have completely blown up my bracket. Like, <laughs> it's just demolished. But if I had to pick, I would agree with Zach. Pick Harvick. I'm inclined to agree. I think Harvick's the the odd man out here. I think Denny Hamlin being the only Toyota driver left uh, is going to, uh, except for Christopher Bell. Um, I think Denny Hamlin's going to be better than Bell. I I just I have to think that Denny Hamlin he's going to get that equipment, and he, I think Denny Hamlin moves on to the round of four. 
Um, and with that being said, uh, not a unanimous vote, but a majority vote. Uh, we're going to move on Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson uh, as the uh, as the drivers to to meet Chase Elliott and Joey Logano in the championship four. And now we get to uh, just for a little bit of fun here, we get to debate a champion out of these four drivers. Um, all of these drivers have won at Phoenix. Uh, not all of them have won at Phoenix for a championship necessarily, but uh, they all know what it's like to have success at the track. Um, but, you know, individually, who gets it done? Who is going to win the NASCAR Cup Series championship out of these four drivers? Uh, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, or Kyle Larson? You know what, Peyton? I'm going to throw it back to you. I want to. I want to hear your your opinion first on this one. If I had to pick with those four, I would pick Chase Elliott. But that was not my original winner. <laughs> May I ask who your original winner was? Uh, since we blew up your bracket. Um. <laughs> well. I'm kind of not embarrassed, just afraid to be torn apart. Hey, we're we're all friends here. We're all we all respect it. Uh, oh, Ross Chastain! I I don't hate the idea of Ross Chastain winning the championship. I think he's run extremely well. I think the one car has been good. I just think that. I like Zach. I don't think the round of eight sets up well for him, and I think he's got some some paybacks to that people are going to give. Um, but he's I don't got hate. receipts that are going to get going to get cash, baby. Listen, <laughs> he's been dealing them out all regular season long. He's probably going to be dealing them out all along in the playoffs. And listen, he's going to be the guy that goes into Martinsville fourth on the cut line, and. There is a 0% chance any self-respecting veteran of this sport is going to sit here and let Ross Chastain roll into this championship race. There's 0%. If Ross, the only way Ross Chastain gets there is if he full-on embraces himself and his inner asshole. And he says, I am actually the son of Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt Jr. who? He's like Carrie who? Okay? When he spawns him, when he respawns as Dale Earnhardt, he will fully encompass his abilities to actually do this. Until he fully embraces himself, he can't. He will not. Ross is still too fancy Fencerton. I think that's a fair point. I, again, I think his his performance this season does, you know, does support a, a championship four run. I just don't know if it if uh, his aggressiveness has. Um, so Peyton, we've got your out of those four. Your pick is Chase Elliott. Uh, Zach, what about you? <laughs> Denny Hamlin. Duh. Uh, well, you know. Listen, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think I think that there's a lot of statistical evidence to back this up. Um, I mean, when we look at tracks that appear most similar to Phoenix throughout the schedule, um, we look at Richmond. Denny Hamlin won the Richmond Spring Race. 
Um, he should have won, in my opinion, he should have won the fall race. I think if you have a better final pit stop there, you win that race. A Toyota won New Hampshire. I think that I think there's a very legitimate claim. And then, you know, Gateway was Gateway, but in the in Phoenix, the spring race, I mean, you know, sometimes you're out to lunch a little bit, and that's okay. But I think in the other races that to me, like I equate towards finding a champion, um, I think he's been significantly better than Chase Elliott at these tracks. Uh, I think he's been better than Joey Logano. And I think Kyle Larson's been, you know, just as inconsistent, just as inconsistent as anybody. Not one, not one person has dominated flat short ovals. So I don't think, I don't think you can sit here and say, and scoff at saying that Denny Hamlin has arguably been the best at short flat ovals. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Uh, Dan, what say you? Uh, who do you have winning the championship? Believe it or not, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with uh, Zach on this. Um, I, I I didn't have him originally in my final four, but after I went back and looked at some stuff, I like I did have to put him in there. Um, and I I think because he is what this be, be what four times in a row now that he's final four, like. You, you can't go against his consistency, and I think he's just been so good at Phoenix in the past. And he, and he has been good on flat tracks. I mean, he, he was he's always been good at Richmond. He's He um, he was good at um, – Traditionally good at Martinsville. Yeah, at Martinsville. That he, I, I feel like he was good at Phoenix before they kind of reconfigured as well. Um, I just mm-hmm. like – I feel like out of those four, he's the only one that's really showing me like – as a as as the leader of the pack, essentially, out of those four. Logan, what about you, buddy? We've got two votes for Denny Hamlin, uh, one vote for Chase Elliott. What say you? Look, there's no need to overthink this here, boys. The uh, the golden goose is going to go ahead and get himself another egg. All right, it's just the way it is. It's just the, because let's let, let's talk let's. You guys are, are playing a whole lot of ifs. Let's talk a little absolutes. That's what I like to deal in. We already know he's won at Phoenix before for the championship. Therefore, can I handle the pressure? Answer is yes. We know that if Matt Kenseth doesn't have one last great race in him, Chase Elliott's first win might have came at Phoenix. Like That's a track where he's got great success. Martinsville, uh, let's talk about the fact that old Denny Hamstring and an old, an old clutch Clyde had some issues there. Or that might have been the first win. Everything sets up well. And, oh, by the way, he's got 15 bonus playoff points. And assuming he doesn't completely crap the bed in the playoffs, everything just screams. It feels like his year. Sometimes it's just last year was Kyle Larson's year. The way it was, for some reason, he was harder than any $2 pistol you've ever found. It was his year. And it just feels like it's his year. And everything matches up to that. Uh, frankly, if we've got him going past this far, if we get him past the round of eight, I mean, again, Phoenix, he's got all the success in the world right there because there's a great argument made. Again, if Matt Kansas doesn't have a great one last run for, for Joe Gibbs and the boys, that's his first win. There's plenty of pedigree there. And can you do it when it's a championship race? He's proven that. And He's going to, he's going to do what his father never did, and that's that's win one more. Uh, he's going to be the most successful golden boy of the modern era, because let's be honest, Dale Jr. ain't that successful, not on the track. 
gonna get it done. Denny Hamlin, I, I hear you, but uh, and uh, and all jokes aside, you haven't proven you can come to in that clutch moment. It's like a, yes, he has. Yes, he has. How, he how has won at Phoenix I, three clutch moments. I hear you. Can I ask you a question? How many straight Final Four sure. appearances? Three. How many championships? 19, 20, 21. All right. Huh? How many championships? That's three times you went to the finals and lost. We say that about LeBron and Jordan's the GOAT. Okay. What's your point? My point is if until you. Is your point that Chase Elliott's MJ? Well, I think think LeBron's better than MJ, but that's a different discussion for a different show. My point is, is let's take it back to baseball. Ninth inning's a different game. You know that as well as I do. There's great setup men that can't close. Great setup men that for whatever reason can't close. For some reason, he's like your modern day 7-Eleven. He can't close. He's pre-COVID. He's, it's always open 24-7. You can say he can't close, but he's literally been clutched at Phoenix in 2019, back against the wall, had to win that race to make the championship race, went out and won it. He's gone out and won the biggest race in this sport three times. Three times. I hear you. I, I and I the I ice is in his veins too. And I and I respect the ice I respect is in his veins saying. too. I respect what you're saying, but until you get the girl, you're the guy leaving the dance. And guess what? You're going home and, and you know what you have, four fingers on Fum Street. That's not gonna do you anything. It's the way it is. So yeah, I hear you. Every there's a ton of evidence to support it, but to me, he doesn't prove because yes, you're right. He, look, he's won Daytona more times than I can ever think about. He's Southern 500 champion. Does that regularly? Might see him do it again this upcoming week. But when he, everyone's gotten Everest, everyone's gotten Everest, and so far, so far, the championship is his Everest. So until he proves he can do it, I'm not ever going to bet on him. You know, that's that's just the way. I mean, that's the way it kind of goes, right? He. He hasn't earned the right to be bet on to be the champion. You got to go prove it. Got to go prove it all day long. That's that's just how it is. You know, are you going to bet on Martin Truex to win right now? Not until he does. Were we betting on Kevin Harvick to win? Not until he did. We didn't think Kevin Harvick was going to win anymore, and then he went back to back. Until Denny Hamlin gets it, I'm not ever going to think he can. And if he does, Zach, I'll come on this show and I will say, man, was I r- r- sorry? It's hard, to, wrong. It's hard for me to say. It's the way it is. So yeah, that's just how I view it. Uh, let's, see, let's see who's right. Well, that's uh, interesting. So we got two votes for Denny Hamlin and two votes for um, for Chase Elliott. Uh, so I'm gonna have to eventually. I'm gonna have to decide between those two. Uh, my I, before I say that, I'd like to say my official pick out of those four is not either. Um, I think Joey Logano gets it done. <laughs> oh come on! I I think that with how consistent he can be, I think he's I I think he's just the I I don't know. I just think he's the right guy to get it done in Phoenix. I think that he he won at Gateway. It's a great you know it's a great track. Uh, similar to Phoenix, I, I think he's just going to be good enough. I think Joey Logano gets it done at Phoenix, and he's going to walk away with the second championship. But nonetheless, that is not the majority opinion. So if I have to pick between Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott, 
I've listened to both arguments. I agree with both arguments uh, to some extent. I think Denny Hamlin's the veteran driver. He can get it done. I think Chase Elliott has had the best season of anybody uh, this season. This is tough because, I, honestly speaking, I don't really want either to win the championship. But out of those, out of those two drivers, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott wins his second championship. Um, uh, and and honestly, this is not against Zach, and it's not for Logan. Uh, it's more of a. Uh, I, I think NASCAR just has some sort of love affair with Hendrick Motorsports, and I, I don't think they're done with it yet. Um. You know, I, I think it was great for Chase Elliott in 2020. I think Kyle Larson in 2021, and, and I don't think they're done with it yet. I think they want Chase Elliott to win another one. Uh, so, I, with I that, that said, that's interesting phrasing, Justin. Interesting phrasing. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott for the championship, but <sighs> well, we've had an interesting, uh, interesting debate. Some of us, uh, some of us were happy. Some of us were not. Um, nonetheless, we'll be uh, we'll be looking for the playoffs to see if we are right, if we are wrong, um, and we'll be here for the next ten weeks to discuss it with you all. Um, so this was our first episode of Running on Scuffs. We've done a uh, we've gone well over what I thought we would, but that's okay because we don't have uh, any particular time limit we're just here to bring you guys as much entertainment as we can um we're gonna be uh we're gonna be with you guys again for the remainder of the playoffs and looking forward to that and getting kicked off even better in 2023 uh do you guys have any uh closing statements you'd like to you'd like to say zach yeah i do um you know the best part about all this is this is all predictions and quite frankly, none of it matters because it's all going to get solved in the track by people that are not us. And quite frankly, uh, I will put mine and my predictions and my faith in the person I trust the most. Back me in the corner, put me against the wall, got into my head, 11 comes through. Logan may not ride with him, but until Denny Hamlin, until Denny Hamlin is physically not an option that I can talk myself into for a championship, he will always always be my championship pick. Hey, I, you know what? I can respect that. I can respect that. And I got to say, it's been an absolute pleasure to spar with you all evening. Uh, you know, and Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to slide in subtle petty references just to, just to, just to get you to smile. I try, uh, sir. You know, I, I put on my, I saw the tight hat. Yeah. I saw the tight hat. Yeah, God, I'm handsome, Andrew. Absolute, <laughs> absolute blast. I've enjoyed it. Can't wait to do it every single week. Peyton, what about you? You've uh, you've been quiet for the majority of the night. We've blown up your uh, we've blown up your bracket. Maybe Chastain proves us all wrong and he gets it done. Uh, any final comments before we close out? If we're real lucky, Ryan Blaney will pull it off somehow. Well, I don't it's think a theme. it's a theme that the all-star winner of the last couple of years goes on to win the championship. The well, all-star winner has also won other races in the regular season. 
Maybe. So, but that's not my narrative right now. <laughs> that is a fair uh, agenda. Hey, Ryan, Ryan Blaney, he can figure out his own way to do it. But we, uh, hey, I don't think uh, anybody necessarily would be uh, completely appalled to see uh, Ryan Blaney win. He's, uh, he's a relatively nice guy. Um, but nonetheless, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, we hope you guys will tune in uh, to our regular show, which will be uh, on Monday evenings. We'll be going live. This was our only uh, planned pre-recorded show. Um, so we're going to be going live every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and be sure to like this video, comment down below what you guys liked. Uh, tell us what you didn't like. We're always looking to get better. Be sure to subscribe if you guys want to keep uh paying uh if you guys want to keep seeing our content uh and yeah we will see you guys in the next episode